Happy New Year, everyone. And hello, my name is James. I'm Nick. And this is the Nick and James podcast. Hi. The first episode of 2022. Yeah, that's 20. That's that's, that's 22 years after 22,000. That is that is <laughs> 22 years after. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Nick. Oh, boy, this is going to go well. Uh, um, I, Nick, um, it's me, Yafon. Um, I am a little bit sick, mm. so uh, that's how this podcast is going. Yeah, and I'm sitting not six feet away, yeah. so who knows? I may be sick in the near future. Oh, no. Um, I hope not. So, I hope it doesn't transmit to you. The point of today's podcast, which is the first of 2022, which is 22 years after 22,000. Which will be a f- our first full year of recording 52 podcasts. Yes. Let's make that promise now. <laughs> that, that's a New Year's resolution. <laughs> because last year we only recorded like 20. Um, or no, less than that. I don't know how many. That's almost half. <laughs> I'm going to open up my podcast oh, app God. now. Shame, just publicly shame us both. So, how bad we do? How bad did we do? Nineteen. Okay. So roughly every two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Except not. <laughs> we did bursts. <laughs> we actually recorded more than I thought we did. So that's yeah. So good did for us. so did yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, this time this year we're gonna do an episode every week, like actual podcasters. And we're gonna going to um. And we're gonna try and get get to that uh, magical 10,000 subscriber number on YouTube when they let you monetize things so we can make money off of the podcast Um, instead of it entirely being funded by Patreon, which is Mm -hmm. entirely being funded. I mean, it's not like we're, you know, we have a studio or anything. We have a a wooden table from Ikea and some microphones. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, the point of this podcast is we're going to talk about what we plan on doing and what we have coming up in 2022. Mm -hmm. So. And this isn't a resolution episode because resolutions, we always let ourselves down with resolutions and. Yeah, this isn't a resolution episode. It's just talking about things we want to manifest in the the coming year. Well, see, my list of things, I guess one of them is manifest, but uh, most of it is... um, kind of set in stone um there is one manifest thing though that's a huge manifest it's like manifest destiny it's a it's a big one Um, so who should start talking first um well my list is a lot more vague than yours is because like i was saying to you like for the first time in my life i think like i'm in a starting point like Mm -hmm. you know like because like we i'm living in a decent apartment yeah um i have income that is stable that doesn't make me want to throw myself at a window um <laughs> that wouldn't be a far drop uh no uh but you know like even if we were in a taller apartment i wouldn't want to do it anyway yeah and there were some moments before that i got a little bit like oh oh i know yeah so like i'm i'm in a point i i, I said to you later like i mean that's I, why there's so many people quitting their jobs now because i feel like a lot of people have been in that situation yeah and so like i'm in like i can start from this i can start moving my life into into a direction that i want to manifest and like um he is comfortable starting from the point of being an amazon best-selling author <laughs> and a youtuber with 150,000 subscribers amazon and, uh, ex- best extended best bestseller okay, list extended uh, bestseller uh, list. avalon night book one gentleman's club by nt hergot go buy it um, it's available on Amazon. That's where you can get it the fastest. But you can go to any bookstore and they will order it in for you. Um, I might be biased, but it's pretty good. It um, is good. <laughs> it is like I, I, I'm a book snob. There's a lot of books that I just did not finish reading that clutter my bookshelves. Uh-huh. And like a book needs to be good for me to finish it. It and needs to be fun. To- and I have not only did I finish reading Gentleman's Club like 17 times while editing, but I actually read it by myself afterwards. Did you really? I don't yeah. think you, I, I didn't. I know it's on your bookshelf. I didn't know you actually read it for fun. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, heart happy. Um. And like, it's a good book. And it's like, I, once that kind of like hits a wider audience, uh-huh. I feel like Luca is going to be one of those characters that, the internet gravitates toward. I really hope so because he he was made to be kind of like you know an internet superhero um, 
I mean, not like, just for OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you this or if we get kicked out of the podcast, but like, um, you plan on having him do OnlyFans when he's in college? No, 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 no. I want him to I be kind of assume when that. he gets to the appropriate age. I want him to be the first canonical superhero who eats ass. <laughs> like i want that to be a thing i don't think i don't think you have the right to write that because you don't (laughs) i hate i hate it i hate it being done to me i hate doing it um but you know like i mean that's what asmr is (laughs) but you know like this is the thing i do with different characters that i write asmr is just (laughs) vocal ass eating analingus um like i um like i adapt analinguist (laughs) starting the new year off great (laughs) i like that in that like five second span i had both a trixie and caught you laugh (laughs) just combo breaker oh my god speaking of combo breaker that's not a combo breaker i bought the new Mortal Kombat movie today mm-hmm. on Blu-ray, which I'm going to watch because I'm excited for it. I never got to see it when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. That's not Combo Breaker. That's not Mortal <laughs> Kombat. But, but, well, know. it wasn't Combo Breaker Street Fighter? I think it was Street Fighter. Or maybe it was... No. Maybe it was Tekken. Or Killer Instinct. It was one of the fighters that wasn't Mortal Kombat. I know it was. I know it wasn't Mortal Kombat. I thought it was Street Fighter because that's like the the big one aside from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, Killer I, Instinct was better than Street Fighter, in my opinion. Uh, Killer Instinct was that one where you that you got to be a werewolf and stuff. Killer Instinct was fun. Oh, um, not me, Daddy. Um, oh God! <laughs> you said werewolf. I had to say it. So. Um, what was he talking about? Yeah, like analingus. Um, yeah, analingus. I, I, I wanna, I wanna make Luca go where no superhero has boldly gone, boldly gone before. Um, I mean, assume. even, even well, according to DC, Batman doesn't eat pussy. Yeah, like, <laughs> but that's that's where we are as a society. I'm sure Midnighter eats ass. I'm sure, but I want to, I want to get that canonical confirmation first. And like, he, and he does it with stubble, so that you know you've got that. Day yeah. after, can't sit down feeling. <laughs> I'm glad this podcast is not, like, for children. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to, like, yeah, this is not suitable content. And this is, um, this is rated 18 plus for yeah, so adult I gotta, material. I got to get through the next two books of Avalon Night to make that a reality. Because um, I think it would that would be in the, um, for those who don't know, uh, the series is going to be planned to be about five books. Um, I thought it was four. No, oh, no, then yeah. one of them got split in two, right? Yeah, Five yeah. books. The second book got split in you two. You twilighted it. Uh, no, it's the second book got split in two. Yeah, but still. Um, and so I want to get to the... Got split in two. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, James just licked his, uh, between his two fingers. I didn't lick my fingers. I licked this, the empty air. But that's actually cunnilingus, an indicator for cunnilingus. Well, I don't know how you would do analingus. Like just your whole hands, yeah, just like, pull, just like, like gesture pulling cheeks apart, and then that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of gesturing. Yeah. So, yeah. Luca eats ass. <laughs> he um, will. He will. He's not. Not. He will in yet. the future. He doesn't yet because I, nobody I, I, uh, nobody I, eats ass under eighteen. I've heard, and this is like a thing, and this is why it kind of jives with Luca. Like I've heard from guys that do eat ass. That I'm like, why would you want to do that? Like, why do you feel compelled to do that? And they're like, it's a dominance thing. I'm like, I can see that. Mm. Like, uh, so like, like that coming from there, like, um, that angle. I'm like, eh. and like I was saying, like, I don't like eating ass. I don't eat ass. I don't like it being done to me. I hate it being done to me. I'm like, no, 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 no mouthwash before we kiss next. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, well, that just says you think your butt is dirty. No, it means that I have read too many um, articles about guys who have gotten um, gastrointestinal intestinal, um, parasites from eating ass. Yummy. Multiple, um, t- multiple rounds. So, yeah. Like, okay, so let's get to, away from talking about gastrointestinal intestinal. Yeah, that's a good worms. pivot point. Good pivot point. Um, and let's talk oh, about... God, sorry. Since this is coming out on, I believe, January 2nd... Um, Let's talk about our plans for January. So, first up, for for YouTube, 
Uh, first up, on January 8th is a video, and it is The Necessity of Gay Crime. And that's going to be looking at the necessity of gay crime uh-huh. through the lenses of Banana Fish uh-huh. and Pose. Yep. Which has been a video that I, I've been thinking about for a long time, and that we didn't quite have. We didn't have quite have a hook for it though. Like it wasn't no, because like for like a you long wanted to talk about banana fish. Yeah, but for a long time, banana fish was just going to be a part of like the omnibus anime video. <laughs> yeah. that was. I don't know how the hell that was going to work. Um, and then I just kind of it clued into me one night, like, oh, gay crime has kind of been a thing for a long time, and banana fish is gays doing crime so they're there haha i made it work kind of just and it's not and then pose about... just kind of happened it happened yeah, its way yeah. it happened its way in there and... I, I found that was like banana fish is a little bit carnivalesque in terms of it's very over the top a fair. little bit yeah um whereas pose is a it's carnivalesque but it is rooted in reality well pose is reality yeah that's what i mean like like um, it's carnivalesque but it's carnivalesque in a way these people live their lives well yeah that's what i was trying to convey like you know like you you watch the first episode what um Evangelista. What's her name? First name. Well, it's the house of Evangelista. I know, but the actor, the um, the character's name. Which? The, the, the mother. The house mother. Which one? Electra. Electra? Electra? Yeah. Yeah. Storm. Her, her, her name is Electra Evangelista. Yeah, but it's the house of Evangelista. I know, so but I was a talking lot of about the actress. I was talking about her. You were saying... Oh, okay, Electra then. Yeah, yes. you were saying that she was, that the actress was playing that character way too over the top. And then you watched a documentary of... Like, yeah, then I watched Paris is Burning and I was like, oh, she, she, no, she's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, she's not that very good of an actress, but, it, you know, it kind of works for the character. And then I watched Paris is Burning and I was like, oh, this is... Just, she, <laughs> well, she's yeah, so doing like, this. Okay. The, these things were real. They happened to people's lives. And it's kind of a video that is discussing the ways in which the queer communities, gay communities, have been intrinsically linked with criminal with what would we consider criminal what with what many people would consider criminal activity yeah what society looks at mm-hmm. as criminal activity is and and kind of talks about how you know if you are what it's like to be in a minority mm-hmm. that is basically your existence is criminal yes yes and so like you know like if your existence is criminal why not do other criminal things if you need to survive yeah like why not Anyway, that's in the video, so we don't have to get into that. And then later on in January, at least as of right now, Mm -hmm. um, we will be, since we hit 500 patrons, Mm -hmm. uh, the goal for that, the sort of reward for that was a video about the movie Showgirls called Why Showgirls is a Masterpiece, unironically. Unironically. And I started to write that. That's your baby. I started to write that a little bit. I am going to need to go through a little bit of the Paul Verhoeven uh, cinema discography, cinemography. Cinema. 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 Filmography. Filmography. Thank you. It's like it's not cinematography. No, that's no. camera work. That's that's picture. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I want to go through a lot of his other films to sort of get that evidence to sort of just say that yes, I, outside of Showgirls, this is a brilliant movie. Yeah. Um, so it would kind of kind of be a, a retrospective on Paul Verhoeven, mm-hmm. but and focused used to on justify Showgirls. why Showgirls isn't the flaming. Sorry, mess that a lot of it's people not thinks the, it is. It's not the flaming mess that everyone thinks it is. It is the exact flaming mess that Paul Verhoeven would wanted it to be. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what um, we're coming at it from. So that will hopefully be out uh, in late January. If not, it will be February. But I'm aiming for January. Um, I got a birthday coming up. I'm turning 29 again. <laughs> yeah, I turned 31 again uh, on December 22nd. Uh, we had a little birthday party on on uh, stream, which was lovely. I made it was cake. my. I had like a hundred people at my birthday party. Uh-huh. That was pretty amazing. That was that was nice. Um, and it was all socially distanced, so there was no COVID involved, <laughs> except for you and I. Except for you and I. Um, but uh, I have other videos planned for February, so hopefully that's a January thing. If if you listen to the last podcast, you know that other things are happening in January that I want this podcast to be all upbeat, so I don't want to talk about. Yeah. But depending upon how I feel after those things, uh-huh. then that will really kind of dictate the what pro- happens yeah, in the rest of January. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and you know like even if you're if you're not up to it i'm perfectly fine doing live streams on my own or trying to do that just to sort of keep the. i mean it might be good for my mental health to distract me oh that's true um so another thing that i plan on doing this year and this is the big thing 
that I plan on doing this year um, is a, and this is something that I'm going to start an Indiegogo for at some point soon. Uh, it's something called She Comes at Night, and it's a six-episode miniseries that I'll hopefully produ be producing and putting on my YouTube channel before editing it all together as a feature film to send out to film festivals. Uh -huh. The film tells the story of Joey, a young lesbian who, after a traumatic and deadly event, leaves most who after after a deadly event leaves most of her friends dead. Uh, she goes out and seeks revenge on the people who killed them. Okay. So it's very um, uh, Lady Snowblood, Kill Bill, yeah. you know, like uh, Woman Gets Revenge, that kind of movie. Mm -hmm. Um but with a queer twist. Yeah, and this is especially after you thought of this idea big time while you were working on, or at least not working on, but processing the uh, queer panic defense video. The, yes, absolutely. Um, which so like, it I, took I just, a year to make that, so it was a lot of thinking. I just want to specify that's where this come from. It wasn't a like, oh, let's have dead gays in a movie. It's like, no, yeah. like, you want to it was make like, a show I, of this. Like there should, like, especially because like it's kind of, how do we get justice for this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, how do you get justice when the queer panic defense works? And it's, you know, you get justice the way that the bride gets justice. Well, case in crime. If the law isn't going to look out for us, then... Yeah. And so that is... Um, the script is pretty well done. And uh, it's, so it's going to be a six-episode miniseries, each episode being round about... 20 to 25 minutes and that will be on the youtube channel and then the completed film and they'll be released weekly and then the completed film will be edited together to be sent out to film festivals going into the latter part of 2022 and into 2023 and hopefully getting my filmmaker career started and yeah. doing stuff um so that's exciting. So what? To, let's let's talk about some stuff that some you've stuff that got I going do. on. I actually don't have a whole... 2022, like, 22 like, years like after Like I said, like I feel like this is a clean slate. For the first time in my life, I'm actually not thinking about my immediate mental health survival. Um, which is good. Yeah, um, which is good. When you uh, don't have to think about your own surviving because of your mental health, mm -hmm. you can get a lot more done. I mean, like, I've been having a little bit of a low productivity uh, drip because we had a very busy autumn. We had a very... It's the holiday. Autumn. He's he's saying he's low productive because it's the holidays. You're allowed to take a break for the holidays. Okay. God. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be shooting a video tomorrow. So, there. Your low productivity will be gone. So, like, I'm just... Um, I'm kind of... I don't have a whole lot planned because I'm like, I don't know about the future. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to be there. Well, what do you plan on writing this year? I plan on writing, uh, finish, I'm working on two books right now. Um, mm -hmm. One of them is the sequel to Gentleman's Club, Avalon Night 2, Queen and Colony. Mm -hmm. uh, for Queen and Colony, sorry. Right. The other one is called When Once We Were Gods, which is about the story of um, kind of a, I, I kind of described it to you as a cross between Percy Jackson, which I actually never got a chance to read, mm -hmm. and uh, American Gods. Like, Percy Jackson, in the sense, I did watch the movie. It's like, you know, like, oh, people are born to gods. Fans of Percy Jackson will come for you for that. <laughs> Haven't read the books, but I watched the movie. I know. Um, I wasn't Out a fan. come the pitchforks. I was not a fan of the movie, um, so we can hold hands uh, in that. Um, Maybe you should read the books. Maybe. I've heard they were very, they're very young, though. Yeah, I read the Apollo, mm -hmm. bo the first in the Apollo books, and it was very young. Like, I can understand why people say, like, uh, if you're kind of conflicted about, if you have a kid and you're kind of conflicted about reading them Harry Potter, mm -hmm. read them Percy Jackson, yeah. because that is the age range that it's for. And I've always struggled with lower, younger age range books, even when I was myself younger. I kind of yeah. made the skip from like, you know, explicit children's books to Silence of the Lambs. Um, Me too. I <laughs> Actually. I didn't really have a whole lot of a span in there. I think I read a little bit of Aragon, a, few, a few, uh, two books out of that series. I, I and got I was like, like nope, not for me. Aragon, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I was... Um, I know a lot of people love it, but I could not 
could not. I loved it at first until you started th- until I started thinking about it. And so like I am very much geared towards new adult as far as the genre goes. I like the kind of adventure and sense of wonder that comes mm-hmm. from like younger literature, but I also really like dealing with maturity and yeah. kind of m- mature ideas and things not suitable for all audiences. Mm-hmm. So like um that's kind of where I'm picturing We Were Gods once in that sort of territory. Yeah. It follows the story of a young person um, who is revealed that his adopted parent, his adopted parents, no, birth his parents. birth parents were actually uh, remnant Greek gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Greek pantheon were Greco-Roman. Sacred. Greco-Roman, yeah. Uh, Thetis and Aristeus, um, both lesser known gods, but Thetis was uh, the mother of Achilles. Mm-hmm. And there's indications that she was once a very important god in uh, early pre-Homeric times. Yeah. Uh, so like those are his parents and the entire story is about him getting to know his new very large extended family mm-hmm. um, and all of their drama yeah <laughs> and at the same time you know he's got problems of his own like he is a um, he's coming into adulthood with mm-hmm. you know aut- he's um, I don't want to say high functioning autism because I don't like qualifying it that way but he yeah. is on there, the spectrum. He is neuro, very neurodivergent. And it's about, uh, the, the core of the story is about that. Right. It's about this kind of coming of age, like, okay, how do you be an adult with autism? Because we still live in a society that largely gears autism towards children. Mm-hmm. We don't really acknowledge autistic adults. Even though more and more adults are being diagnosed as being on yeah. the spectrum because when they were a kid, they were just oh, you have ADD. Mm-hmm. And then later on in life, it's like, oh, no, actually, kind you're of, on the spectrum. As someone growing up that way, it's something that you're kind of expected to grow out of. Yeah. Um, and it's that, like asthma. Yeah. <laughs> Being a 33-year-old with asthma, I get looks whenever... Uh, literally, like, yeah. I get looks whenever I have my inhaler. People yeah. are like, really? Yeah, it, it's like food allergies. Does it's he like, have, like, can- lung cancer or something? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there's like, this kind no. of expectation that you're just going to be able to get over your stuff. And, and I it, actually have grown out of food allergies. Like, oh, I me was too, me too. deathly allergic mm-hmm. to peanuts when I was a kid. Deathly allergic to dogs. I now, not... I'm not allergic to dogs or peanuts, but I'm allergic to cats now. My mom had a list of things that I could not eat as an infant. I had to had to live on a diet of rice, vegetables, and meat. I could not eat grain. And it wasn't celiacs. It was actual, an actual allergy. Mm-hmm. Those passed pretty quick. Yeah. But yeah, so like, you know, there's... um. There's one thing... my. I was assumed to be allergic to so many things because my parents were. Like, my parents are both deathly allergic to penicillin. I'm oh, not. My mom is. I have no allergy to penicillin. Huh. But all of my doctors just assumed I was, and so they would give me amoxicillin, I think. It's like a, a like a penicillin without the penicillin. Um, it's the no-name brand. Yeah. And we didn't find out I wasn't allergic until uh, I went to the ER one time for a, throat, for a throat infection, and they gave me normal penicillin. And everything was fine. And my doctor was like, oh, I guess he's not allergic. How about that? Um, so, yeah, We Were Gods. Went, when Once We Were Gods, I'm excited to write that because it's a much different. Well, it's mostly written. That's true. The first um, draft. Now, for that one, um, Gentleman's Club, we started a publisher mm-hmm. to publish uh, yeah. Gentleman's Club. And that is also where my book, Lost in America, will be published through. Mm-hmm. Um, for where. When, when Once We Were Gods. When Once. When once we were for gods. so long, the working title was "We Were Gods" once, and then I'm like, "Hey, when once we were gods sounds a lot fancier." And you're like, "Yeah, it does." Yeah. So, <laughs> so for that one, um, yeah. for the gay autistic god book, um, is that going to be going through that, or is your plan to go try and find an agent, go I through would traditional like publishing, to go through traditional publishing for this one? Okay, because uh, it is it's a lot less risque than Avalon Knight because Avalon Knight has a lot of edge that I'm like no I wouldn't want to sand that out I would I don't yeah. want to sand that off it's got a lot of corners it's got a lot of rough edges I really love that about it and you may be able to, it might be easier to do that because something else that's happening in 2022 mm-hmm. is we're publishing a book of essays we are publishing essay an essay collection yeah um, I was approached by an editor at a publisher who wanted to know if I would be interested in publishing my video essays as a book of essays. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited about that. So we're going to... You didn't the... believe it at first. No. <laughs> it was The only reason I believed, I ended up believing it is because they messaged me on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, wow, you really tried to find me. <laughs> um, and um, so 
we're in the process of the beginning stages of that. Mm -hmm. It might be out in 2022. It might be out in 2023. I'm not sure how the publishing process will work. Um, but we figured out which essays are going in. We figured out the theme. We've done all of that. We've basically we're planning out new ones to write. We um, that we will be book specific. We sent off a proposal. Like this, yeah, we did all this stuff yeah, and. This stuff. Uh, so yeah, we'll know it more was, about that. It was hilarious because when that was coming up, you're like, oh, it'll never happen. We just released a China video that's going to be really controversial. They're not going to be into it. And like, and then it turns out it turns that <laughs> the, the editors were made interested because of that. So. Yeah, like that's that's what hooked their interest. And so that's this is fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I still haven't told my anyone in my life about it because I want to wait until there's an actual like. Because signature. you you hate looking f like saying something positive will happen. Uh, it's not that I don't hate think, saying that something's positive. I am waiting for it to actually happen, so I'm not. You'll you'll tell sorry. them when we're on the book tour. Yes, sure. <laughs> um, I was thinking signatures on papers, but like <laughs> that works too. Because I'm hoping, like you know, going through a traditional publisher and stuff, maybe there'll be a book tour. Maybe I'll maybe I'll actually get to meet some of you know my awesome subscribers. Oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be really fantastic. fun. Um, you know, if coronavirus hasn't killed us all by then. Are we calling it coronavirus again? Is it no longer COVID? I don't know. If it's COVID, coronavirus, Omegacron, I don't know. Can we just call it the Black Death? Like, let's make a poetic That's name. That's racist. The White Death. Let's call it the White Death. I mean, it is white Because it is white people that are causing this yeah, shit now. This is, yeah. um, the the so, South African variant actually came out of Central Europe. Like, yeah, it was just that the South, Afri South African doctors Are the ones that did the responsible it. thing and reported it. Yeah. So, uh, um, mankind, right? I'm I'm uh, so sick of people. Um, it's not it's not that I dislike man humankind. It's I dislike the way or I dislike the people we put in charge in or, of organizing it. Yeah, like that's the problem. Um, but yeah, so another thing in 2020 is that I intend on publishing a novel called Lost in America. Um, Make a movie, publish a novel, make YouTube videos, publish I a book of essays. I think you're stretching a little bit thin. I'm like, I'm aiming for the stars. Aiming for the stars, but you know, don't be dis or no aiming for the shooting for the moon. And if you miss, you land among the stars. That's which it. I hate that phrase. Oh, I like it. It's 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 positive. I think I hate it mostly because it was on every guidance counselor's wall. Oh, and I despise guidance counselors. <laughs> I had one good one, um, in junior high. But anyway, oh, junior um, high. That's not that's that's too early. But um, Sorry yeah, so Lost in America is about a teenage boy whose father is a, a, a Don in the mafia. He, is, he controls a mafia family. Um, and when his father, the book opens with his father's murder, and then a whole world of craziness opens up to Blake, the, the main character. What's a power vacuum? Well, the power vacuum and everything, but it's the world that opens up to him is not one of organized crime. It's one of drama outside of the things that his father did. The things that his father did are nothing compared to the insanity that rises up around him from all over the country and from places that you would never imagine. You're so much better at pitching a book than I am. And so that will hopefully be out this year. That's my plan. Um, no guarantees on it, but that's my plan. It will be the first of three books. And so fingers crossed that I get that finished in time for this year. Um, and I see written here something called, you want to talk about called Fair Wolf? Right. What is this? The Fair Wolf. Um, like play on words from the werewolf from werewolf. Right. Because it's based on that story we heard about the Canadian guy, the Scottish oh, guy right, right. who yeah, came yeah. to Canada, got thrown back at it, got thrown out of Canada because of a sex scandal, because he was using his authority as an investigator to grope men. Yeah. Um, he got booted back to Scotland, uh, toured like lived in Glasgow, kind of went around to different, you know, like um gentlemen's clubs for gentlemen who liked other gentlemen. Yeah. Um encountered a terrible murder, found a young cannibalistic boy um, who ate his dead best friend's heart to preserve him. Yeah. Um, this is true, by yeah, the way. This, this is, isn't this fiction. This is a true story. 
Like the, all, that's what. That's Sometimes what, interesting things happen in Canadian history. Right? Nobody knows, but about we don't either. hear about it. Um, so this guy Alexander, the, the 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 investigator guy, his name is Alexander. The the young kid, his name is Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly enough, and uh, this young kid, Nick, was from a cult of uh, like post-Celtic kind of reinvigoration. Mm-hmm. And they held that eating people is a way to preserve them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they flee back to Canada. And I guess because Toronto or York at the time. Yeah. Uh, in Upper Scotland and Upper Canada uh, was short for any law enforcement. They're like, yeah, sure. We, we're, it's fine. Um, yeah. So he lives in Toronto. Come help us, please. So Alexander and Nick lived together in Toronto. And at that point in Toronto history, people start disappearing. Yeah. Um, and this ranges from anyone from living in, like, what was what would eventually become the gay village in Toronto mm-hmm. um, to, like, you know, random people to, like, abusive law enforcement officers just started disappearing. Yeah. And it has... They've been disappearing for the last 200 years. Yeah. And the funny thing is where the gay village in Toronto Mm -hmm. is located now is where his manor was located. His manor was where after he died, Nicholas disappeared. Yeah. Uh, They went in to auction off the estate. They found literal skeletons in the basement. Yeah. And furthermore, around the time that this is all happening... Uh, people start reporting sightings of a werewolf of a human wolf beast monster yeah um, in the same area in the same area and apparently Nick, uh, Nicholas the guy who was probably a werewolf or a bar guest as it w- might have been or a black dog yeah a black hound um, from English mythology um, he apparently was um, you know lean pale dark haired bright eyes so kind of my type yeah inhumanly enchanting um and that's why i kind of got the idea the fair wolf yeah um and for this i'll likely be changing names i'll likely be changing details i'll likely be fictionalizing because i want to spend a little bit more time writing about what these guys were up to while they were on uh, yeah you you don't want it to be a history book you want it to actually be a novel yeah so it's going to be very much inspired by a true story and i'm going to be trying i'm going to be honorable to like the spirit of what these characters these people might have been feeling and thinking about each other Mm -hmm. but just like i love them the kind of idea like the a very found family thing about um you know this guy he's down and out he encounters this kid who is in trouble mm-hmm. he is weird and very strange and you know a little bit morally you know on the uh, like on yeah. on an on a, on a fence and just you know like deciding that he wants to help this guy mm-hmm. and just you know protecting him and i really like that kind of idea and that's kind of the spirit that i want to get across yeah in that writing. So do you plan on writing that this year too? I plan on starting it. Okay. Um, getting a start on there, meaning getting research done, kind of hashing out characters and plots. You know, it takes me way longer to plot these books than it does to actually write them. Oh yeah. He'll sit down to write and get like 10,000 words in like a, a week. Uh, th- that's... That's lowballing sometimes. Lowballing because that's like two thousand words a day, and then taking the weekend off. Like <laughs> I've seen you do ten thousand words in like two days. Yeah, those. I find if I write over two thousand words a day, they just get messy, and I need to spend a yeah. lot of time cleaning it up. But you know, first drafts are all about getting it out there. So yeah, uh, I want to start planning that. One thing I actually do want to actually get around to writing though is a murder mystery esque sort of thing that I've been thinking about since we watched Hannibal. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I have it written down as untitled murder husband Hannibal fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> and it's, I, I'm like, okay. Which is, it's actually a, a young adult novel, isn't it? Uh, probably new adult because it's going to get like murdery. So that's young adult. I guess so. Most of the young adult books I read have murder. Well, I wanted the main character to sort of be home from his first year in college sort of thing. Okay. So yeah, new adult. So yeah. Uh, similar territory as um, when once we were gods. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be about a main character whose dads are basically Hannibal Lecter and Will Graham. Only not because copyright copyright laws. But Names will also, be changed. But I have no intention of really making this drift too far from the source material because yeah. if they're not going to make a fourth season, I am. God damn it. Well, exactly. Um, exactly. So it's um, <laughs> NBC it, won't do it. The Someone will, will. The Will Graham figure is a tenured professor 
who teaches sociology, social, uh, focusing on justice, like a con the concept of justice in the larger context of sociology. The Hannibal figure, I don't have names from them, I'm really sorry. He is a very philanthropist, owns a, um, what are they called? Not-for-profit sort of thing, collect mm -hmm. donations, ship out money to places where it's needed to, kowtows with rich people, can't stand them. So, like, they kind of met. They did their whole Will and Hannibal thing where they tried to kill each other for a while. They decided to stop. <laughs> adopt. They adopted a young kid because they're in a relationship now, and that's what you do when you're gay and breaking down. I'm thinking that how the kid got adopted is going to factor into the plot. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where I am right now. So um, what happens is, you know, the Hannibal, the kid grows up knowing that one of his dads is a serial killer mm -hmm. and hasn't really stopped that much. He slowed down a little bit, but it still pops up every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, the Will figure doesn't really kill people, but he abides it. Yeah. Because, you know, the kind of people that Hannibal kills are, you know. Mm -hmm. So like. Very Dexter-esque. Very Dexter-esque. Less about justice, more about poetic justice. Yeah. Like, do people... He eats the rude sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking I'm going to get it rid of the cannibal angle, though, because that's a little bit too similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, like, how do you explain that? Okay, this kid has been growing up as a cannibal and he's okay with it? Like, yeah, okay. Mm. Let's lean a little bit away from that. So, what His the story... diet's a little too high in protein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the story is about the, the kid... His dad, the Will Graham dad, uh, is arrested for being the prime suspect of a, a rash of serial killings across the city that the Hannibal figure is not responsible for. Mm -hmm. So he is being implemented either deliberately or indeliberately in this string of murders. And then the kid and the Hannibal figure have to solve these murders in order to prove his innocence. Right. And that's where the story happens. So it's kind of like a murder mystery mm -hmm. played backwards. Yes, exactly. Um, and I'm really excited to write it. I'm thinking of lots of fun ideas. It's going to be, it's just going to be fun, I think. Fun and um, harrowing. I'm particularly excited for that I one. I know, I pitched it to you like, you're on, write that! <laughs> um, so next, a big thing that's going to happen in my life this year. Oh, sorry. Ooh. I hurt myself a little bit. Oh, no. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm slouching down. I'm sniffling a lot. I'm congested. I don't have breathing problems, so it's not probably not Rona. I can still taste and smell everything fine. <laughs> I'm just trying to say I'm not going to get James... I'm not going to give James the Rona. Nobody has to worry about that. Well, Omicron is apparently just, like, kind of a cold. But this, and doesn't have everything else if you're vaccinated. Yeah, they still say it has breathing problems, though. And I don't have any breathing problems. Yeah, so... so. It's probably, you haven't had a cold I in was, two years, so. I was in your room in shorts and a t-shirt in front of your open window for like 20 minutes. Like, when was that? Two days ago. Remember? No. Okay, yeah. I was in your room. We were talking about something. I was standing in front of your bookshelf. The window was behind me, blowing cold air in. Barefoot, shorts, t-shirt, like. Pregnant. I brought, I brought this upon myself. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, another big thing that's going to happen, uh, at least is planned, it's pretty much set in stone, I've, I've talked to the people involved, um, is that I'm going to be getting a gastric bypass surgery, which, if you don't know what that is, there's different versions of it. The most popular version is called a lap band surgery, and that's when they go in and they basically put a really tight elastic band around your stomach, mm -hmm. and it makes it so that you get full much faster and you lose weight. It's tech. It's basically it's weight loss surgery. Um, lap band surgery is the most popular because it's reversible. So if you are a woman and you want to get pregnant, you can have the lap band removed so that you can you know eat enough to be able to fill to be able to take care of you and the the fetus as it gestates. The fetus. The fetus. Um, I'll be going for a bit more of an extreme version where they actually remove a giant chunk of your stomach. Mm -hmm. And what remains is roughly the size of a banana. Size and shape of a banana. And I, I think um, that that banana does expand a little bit over time, but it never gets to the size of your full stomach before. Um, from what I've read, it's it's really? like you'd never have a huh. full appetite. You are on vitamins for the rest of your okay. life. Um, the reason I'm going for that is because it's basically guaranteed that you, over the course of, I think, a year, you'll lose a third of your weight. Um which will bring me down to below my goal weight. 
And at which point... What is your goal weight? My goal weight is 180. Okay. So you'll be... You'll it be, will bring me down to 260. You'll be thinner or than me. Or 160. You'll be thinner than me. Yeah, but I'm shorter than you, so... Just, like, brush the side of your cheek thinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I... I have been overweight my entire life, uh, even when I was just a little You're kid. You're over it. You're over it. Yeah. That's it. You're even when it. I was just a little kid, I was overweight. Kid, I have been called fat since the day I stepped into a school. Students, teachers making implications. Like, well, yeah, like teachers never said you're fat, but mm-hmm. teachers always like kind of. Well, there, there's the euphemism of healthy. Like, yeah. Like healthy. Like, you know. Like, um. In elementary school, there would be, um, for recess, there would be a snack table. Mm-hmm. And there would be, I forget what it was. I think it was like um, peanut butter and toast or something like that. Mm-hmm. And apples. And if it, the teachers would always say, like, hey, you should probably take an apple kind of thing even i didn't like peanut butter so i was fine with the apple but you know the the insinuation um yeah uh gym teachers always kind of like basically saying like oh don't worry you don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. because you're you're fat not because you're asthmatic but no that never came into the equation um and then you know so i've been called fat like my entire life never been made fun of for being gay but fat whole other thing whole whole other deal and you know and i'm over it and you're also you know you have concerns about you know i think there's diabetes in your family my family is the history of heart disease (laughs) yeah and so like there's there's a whole lot of diabetes there's diabetes on my on my father's side and my mother's side yeah and there's heart disease on my father's side and my mother's side yeah so you're and i don't want that this yeah and like you know, I, I realize that the uh, I would I am I am totally fine with taking vitamins every day for the rest of my life if it means that I don't have a heart attack when I'm forty. Yeah, I, I, well, I I do have a little bit of ang- I I'm going to support you through this because a friend of mine had a gastric bypass. I can't remember which kind. I thought she had the same. That There's four kinds. Okay. Um, the lap band is the most easily reversible, and the one I'm having is the most extreme. Yeah. So like you know we're obviously gonna we um I'm we're all and with for it I have to fly to Toronto yeah. to get it because you can't get it in my province yeah. you have and to James, go on a wait James list. is gonna consult doctors and stuff I already have gonna, you're, you haven't got your blood work done from the doctor back that was before Car- got no but I've talked to them okay yeah um and like based on the blood work that I had done months ago mm-hmm. uh, before I went on the weight loss injections oh um. Everything's no, and fine. This, this is the thing. Nobody knows why you can't lose weight. And it's not a matter of like, oh, he's a big guy. Like, I have been here for like five years watching you try, exercise, diet, do everything possible. Yeah. Nobody has any idea. Even my doctor, uh, my current doctor, like she put me on weight loss injections. Uh-huh. And, you know, I lost about 20 pounds from the injections and then it just stopped. Yeah. And I wasn't eating anymore. I wasn't doing anything. And it just stopped. And she was Mm -hmm. like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of with her, uh, not permission, but kind of blessing. Blessing. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. That I started looking into the gastric bypass stuff, the the weight loss surgery. Mm -hmm. And I did speak to one of the surgeons who does it in Toronto. And now, because weight loss has been such a difficult thing, like, is there a possibility that I, this is maybe me just being dumb brain? Like, it just won't work. Like, there will be that glass closer ceiling to the again. Mic. Right. Sorry. 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 That there will be like another glass ceiling. Like, no. Um, like, according to the surgeon, like, this is last resort for people. That's okay. why this is like a lot of most people do look at this as like. I'm 40 and I have heart disease and I can't take care of myself, 40 or 50, that kind of thing. I'm doing it, you know, ahead of time because I don't want to be in that situation. Um, And like he said, like, especially the one that I'm having, the other ones, there are glass ceilings that you can hit. Mm -hmm. Um, It can take a very long time to lose weight. Um, If you get the lap band, you can actually eat too much and break it. Yeah. Chris Christie. Yeah. Uh, Four times. Whereas this one. Three times. Your two thirds of your stomach is yeah. gone. Yeah. So, like, they even warn you, like, if you take for the first couple of months, a glass of water may fill you. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, my friend, um, my friend who got this, uh, they're a bit of a stoner. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
love her so much. Um, I should tell her about the podcast. Anyway, maybe a way for us to stay connected. Been having a hard time staying connected with my old friends. Anyway, uh, there will be times, or maybe I shouldn't, I'm filming her secrets. Um, no names. So, <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> she would sometimes overeat. Um, and it would be, you know, awful. Yeah. She would be, like, in no way to, like, it, it's it's hard. So, yeah. like, and, and if you're worried about, like, James being like, oh, my God, you have to take vitamins for, for he has to take pills every day anyway. Yeah, I'm epileptic, so I take pills every morning and every evening. Mm -hmm. So I already take a bunch of vitamins. So if I have to throw in a couple of more, mm -hmm. I don't care. It's not a, yeah, that's not a big deal. And like, there's already, I'm already having problems from being overweight because, you know, a 33 year old who's still asthmatic isn't because of asthma. It's because I'm overweight. Mm -hmm. um, I have um, like, my doctor is pretty sure, you know how I get really tired. Mm -hmm. She's pretty sure that's because of being overweight. Um, my knees, uh, back pain, just all sorts of stuff. My gallbladder. Uh, I have so many issues that the doctors are like, yeah, that's an overweight thing. And it's not even a, well, we're writing it off as an overweight Which thing. Which is a big thing in the medical. Yeah. Practice. It's an actually like, mm -hmm. yeah, you have a gallbladder problem because you're overweight. Um, and so... I will have the surgery hopefully early on in the year. And then after a couple of months, I will feel more comfortable as in myself healthily, health wise, and also visually. Cause I've never, ever liked the way I look mm. ever, ever. Um, like I will find single frames of a video where I look good. And then use those as thumbnails. Or, or not no, thumbnails, pictures, but display pi pictures. Pictures, and then and then like, but if I move the frame one second to the left or right, I'm like, ugh. Mm -hmm. um, and it all has to do with weight, because mm -hmm. I think my face is fine. Uh, it just needs to be thinner. So thinner. that is a big thing that I will be doing in uh, 2022. That's mm -hmm. that's kind of a life changing thing. Yeah, that's I gonna think. be quite a change. Yeah, you know they've they said maybe that I'll get a boyfriend. <laughs> um, that's what I'll do as soon as I lose weight I'll marry the first guy who's willing to date me yeah I have I have friends who have done that before <laughs> um, they say that they um, seem happy <laughs> if you are partnered with someone like if you have a partner and then you get a lap band and then you get a gastric bypass um, they say there's a low success rate for relationships after that I can imagine because like the lifestyle changes completely. Well, like not necessarily like the lifestyle, but your outlook, mm -hmm. like what you want to do in life. Like if you yeah. suddenly, if you go from three hundred pounds to one hundred and sixty pounds, you can do so much more. And if your partner was this sort of sedentary type who mm -hmm. liked to sit down and watch TV with you, and now you want to go hike well, Mount Kilimanjaro, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of people who didn't realize that they were extroverted all along they just had like weight anxiety yeah so like they're like and i mean like i'm i for a very long time have been pretty introverted and but when i'm with people who are extroverted mm -hmm. i can be extroverted yeah but like i kind of think i'm probably will be a bit more outgoing after the surgery because when weight was not an issue for meeting people when I was like when I was in film school mm -hmm. th because that was basically you're being judged on how well you make movies mm -hmm. I had a lot more friends. I went out a lot more. I did a lot more stuff. Um, so maybe my 30s will be, you know. 30, 30 flirting and thriving. thriving. Yeah, my dirty 30s. Um, you, that was a, or my flirty 30s. Or, thir flirty, 30, and thriving. That was in 13 going on 30. I have never seen that movie. What? That's like my favorite chick flick. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Garner at her peak. Like. <laughs> And Mark then she Ruffalo started doing Christian that. movies. Like, she did start doing Christian movies and Love Simon. Yeah, which is weird. Um, and she wants to be a Christian who's okay with the gays, and that's fine. Oh, that's fine. I have no problem with Christians as long as they're decent people. Um, so, do you have another thing that you would like to talk about, or should we go into the big? Um, I, thing? I, I really, um, I've been saying this for the last few years. I really just want to travel. I'm going to yeah. get out, see places. I have savings. So if Rona lifts, you would like to be able to... And when you say travel, do you want to, like, 
vacation places or do you want no, to actually like to, like, go places you know, maybe get like an airbnb stay in a place for a few weeks like that kind of thing especially because i have a job like working for you basically writing videos that you can do anywhere i can do anywhere we can just do a skype call to read over the videos together like mm-hmm. i guess skype nobody uses skype anymore skype can, facetime facetime that other thing zoom zoom zoomer so yeah i just want to i want to see more of the world i want to see more people i want to actually see things i'm so sick of feeling like the world is passing me by yeah just waiting to hop on like i just i want to i want to get out there yeah yeah i agree that's something i'd love to do like actually like maybe you know i'll lose the weight and then rona will go away and it will be perfect timing for me to go visit germany i just want to meet scottish boys and cuddle james like (laughs) well i want to go to i want to see historic places i want to go to germany and i want to i want to go see where the celts lived and and uh see the mounds and stonehenge and stuff like that and oh i would love to go to japan japan and korea i would love to go to japan and seoul that would like tokyo and seoul that would be amazing to spend a month between Tokyo and Seoul that would be I have this weird fixation about wanting to go to the Açores Islands uh, off the coast of Portugal mm-hmm. in the Atlantic Ocean uh, you know how I said I was writing an Atlantic Atlantis book yeah um, I'm kind of writing it that my Atlantis would be in that place I don't know if you can hear them but there's fireworks going off outside we're recording this on New Year's Eve but it's only it's only nine o'clock maybe there's some English okay. people no it was New Year's an hour ago in, in England I don't know um it's new year's in the asaurus islands um so like it's just beautiful there i want to go i I just want to go to beautiful places on the planet you know yeah that's why i want to go to like tokyo and korea and things that i find beautiful like ultra modern like intense places like Mm -hmm. that i want to i want to go to the arcades and have fun and maybe learn japanese or korean or at least enough to get by come back with a korean boyfriend from australia from australia <laughs> one of the australian korean boyfriends who's actually like a k-pop star um with a voice that changes octaves depending on what language he's speaking yeah it, it, it's <laughs> there ooh, there is uh, a k-pop star i forget his name but he does asmr videos and when he's speaking in korean he has a very light lilty voice very feathery and then when he speaks in English, it drops down into here, and it sounds like it's suddenly fucking Christopher Lee. <laughs> and it's it's it goes from like Truman Capote to Christopher Lee in like the blink of an eye. It's kind of hilarious, um, but apparently that's kind of universal. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. All, all sorts of explosions. Um, so. so yeah, next I guess we will talk. A li- well, I guess we're not going to talk about it so much as I'm going to Wisdom. list off the collection of videos that will be coming out in 2022 into 2023. And this is not including anything that pops up that we're just like, oh, we have to make a video about this. And this is in this. no specific order either. Like, you know. No, like the first two videos are in order, but yeah. after that, just... So we have Banana Fish and the Necessity of Crime, which will be out January 8th. Uh, How Showgirls is actually a masterpiece, unironically, which will be out... ASAP. In January or early Mm -hmm. February. Bob's Burgers and the Queer Working Class, which I'm really excited to make because I've watched every episode of Bob's Burgers 15 times. I love that more and more people are catching on to the subtle yet, you know, very clear bisexuality of Bob Belcher. And, and the complete acceptance of that from Linda. Well, from Linda. She loves her bisexual husband. Yeah. She loves her gay raccoons. <laughs> her gay raccoons, yeah. <laughs> and, like, her weird queer children. Like. Yeah, because none of her children, like, yeah. They might, some of them might be straight, but they're all queer. <laughs> yeah, they're all somewhere on the spectrum on there. The queer spectrum. Uh, South Park's Problematic Gays, which will also be fun to make. Mm-hmm. Shameless Young Royals and Propaganda. That was actually supposed to come out this year, but it's kind yeah. of been pushed into next year. Yeah, because that was a, um, a Patreon request. Yeah, so that's basically taking the gays of Shameless, the gays of Young Royals, and looking at how gays are portrayed in media 
depending, depending on upon their class structure. Their like, class structure, yeah. yeah. And sort of like, like literally going from poverty and royals. Excess, complete excess. Well, royals. Yeah. You haven't seen the show. You yeah. can't say it's excess. Yeah. Uh, so just a reminder that you know if you are st- if this patron is listening, we haven't forgotten about it. We are just it's yeah. been it's been a hell of a year, Jack. Um, uh, the next one is Chucky's rise as a gay icon. Chucky and the Child's Play series was created by Don Mancini, who is a gay man, uh-huh. and he has been over the years inserting more and more <laughs> camp sensibility into the series, um, to the point where with the new series Chucky, it's just. Yeah, the main character's gay. Um, <laughs> just and has Chucky saying like, you know, why would I? Yeah, my my kid's non-binary. Why would I care about that? I'm not a monster. <laughs> like as he's like a killer doll. Yeah, um, a monster. And has you know like Jennifer Tilly, who is a gay icon. Um, so I can't wait to do that one. I'm. I want to try and like interview Don Mancini for oh, that. Oh wow, that'd be that, fun. Like, we've got some mutuals on Twitter, so I'm like, maybe I can get in on that. Um, and then Skate Infinity are all sports this gay. Yes. Uh, that will be looking at Skate ma- mainly, Skate Infinity, the anime, but also other sports anime and just how innately queer they are. Um, but mostly Skate. Uh, Near Mint, queer representation in Western comics. So that will be looking at the other parts of gayness in Marvel other than just Billy and Teddy, as well as the abundance of gay characters in DC who have been growing up, especially around the Bat family. Uh Um, Next, we have Shipping, a nuanced argument, which will be basically looking at the history of shipping and how some parts of shipping are very innocent and very nice a la will and hannibal and some parts are very toxic and yeah so that's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. that'll be uh the reactions to that will be interesting maybe on on the same tier as the killing stalking ones well let's hope like that paid the bills for a while (laughs) yeah uh after that i say after that um not in these are not in any particular order um, then we have They're Coming for Your Kids, The Rise of Queer YA, because there is a huge amount of queer young adult fiction out there now, and I've read a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make a book kind of talking about how when I was a kid, it didn't exist. When not I was a teenager, it didn't exist. Not a book, a video. Yeah. Right, a video. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get anyone's expectations up. And now there's a ton of a ton of it, and and like there's there no matter where you fall on the queer spectrum mm-hmm. there is you know at least a few books especially mm-hmm. for you yeah um then we have queers folk a forgotten icon which is going to be my deep dive analysis into how amazing the original series queers folk is and taking a look at why it's kind of been forgotten mm-hmm. the reboot is i think coming out this year um but a lot of people, a lot of gay people, even a lot of gay people who are just slightly younger than me, have never heard of Queer as Folk and mm-hmm. don't know what it is, even though it was hugely groundbreaking television. But they will be able to rhyme off uh, whether all of their friends and whether they are a Miranda, Charlotte, Carrie, or Samantha. Yeah. Um, or some of the new characters that are in the Sex and the City universe whose names I can't remember. See, I believe firmly in the Sex and the City Golden Girls Matrix where you pick yourself after one girl from either franchise. Betty White died today. I know. Oh. That makes me really sad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. Uh, let's move on. Um, <laughs> then we have dragons, witches, and homosexuality. One is too unrealistic for fantasy. Looking at queer representation in the fantasy genre, both books, games, movies the whole lot mythology um given a, and gay trauma which will be uh looking at the anime and the live action adaptation of given and how gay trauma can manifest in ways that we it's not necessarily you know the obvious ways that we think number six and the dangers of good enough culture which is another anime. Number six is another anime, which is really good. You should check it out if you can find it because it took me a while to hunt it down. Um, And I think you've got a lot to say about good enough culture. Uh. 
Um, Here we are in Canada. Oh, well, you can't have better healthcare because it's better than it is in America. Like at least it's better than America. Oh my god. Um, and we've got the queerness of Wicked and L. Frank Baum's Oz because there is a whole lot of queerness and like weird feminism in the Oz books. But I didn't know about. I don't know. Yeah, read, you I, you need to read them. There's I've always a, wanted to read the original L. Frank Baum uh, Wizard of Oz. And I think the Oz. I think the Wicked movie is coming out this year. Wizard of Oz. But Why I've been I've been saying. People have been saying the Wicked movie has been coming out for the last, like, five years. So, um, Born to Make History, The Gays Who Shaped the World, that is not based on media. That is just a... A retrospective of queer people in history. Yeah, the gays who have changed shit. So, we're going to be talking about Tchaikovsky. So... During the and, same video. Yeah. And so, there's, there's, there's a lot of... And Emperor Nero. There's a lot of queers out him. there who have changed the world and are not are either not acknowledged for having changed the world or not acknowledged for being queer alexander of macedonia but everyone knows he was queer yeah um excuse me princess nintendo's odd relationship with gender that's going to first it's that's going to be in the book Mm -hmm. and then later on like that might be a 2023 thing that will be made in but it will be a book exclusive at first Mm -hmm. rent and the glorification of queer poverty because Lindsay Ellis has left YouTube, so there's it's no, time for me to no talk le- about there's rent. There's no one left to bash rent. <laughs> That's so not true. People are the people the official that. rent basher has left YouTube, and so it I need to take up the torch. I am going to have to. You're going to have to watch, watch it. <laughs> when I was when I was home, I found the the DVD of the live Broadway recording. Okay, so, so I, I don't have that. to watch the damn movie. No, um, the movie's just bad. The see the movie isn't bad because rent's bad. The movie's bad filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, which I will not expose people to. Like the producer's bad filmmaking or... Um, like not... irredeemable bad filmmaking. Okay, because the producer's like I find is a little bit charming. The producer's is more in yeah. line with like The Room where it's like the director didn't know how to make a movie. But she was making a stage play on film. <laughs> yeah, I know, she was just doing... not making a movie. <laughs> I know, I, but that's what I mean by it was a little bit charming. But anyway, continue. Uh, next... We have, we're getting to the end of the list here. The War Between God, the Devil, and the Gays, which we'll be looking at Devilman and Good Omens. And Bayonetta. And Bayonetta. <laughs> because although Bayonetta is not gay, god damn she gay. She, she gay. Uh, <laughs> she gay. The, all the Umber Witches are trans. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. And the next one is will come out when we have a thousand, when we have reached a thousand patrons on Patreon. And that is why Disney tore down the Owl House. And it will look at how the Owl House was created, how it became popular, and why Disney tore it down. And so that will happen at a thousand patrons. And then finally, a documentary, a legit documentary called Pride for Sale. How Pride went from riots to corporations. And that will have to be a post-Rona thing, or at least manageable Rona thing. Yeah, because that's that's a, that's not a YouTube video. That's a documentary. Yeah, we like we we did tease it like last earlier the or earlier last year. Uh, yeah, we were going to do it for Pride of Pride Month of twenty twenty one, and then like we and just then we realized, realized this is, this too is much. a big topic. We need we are say, we are going to need to say a lot of things that we are going to need to back up. Yeah. Um. So this is going to need to be like something we actually investigate. Yeah, and then another video will also come out um about uh weight and body image uh-huh. in the gay community uh after i have my surgery yeah so that will also be happening It'll be time fitting yes and hopefully clothes fitting <laughs> more clothes fitting well not more clothes fitting new clothes fitting new cl- yeah i'll have to buy new clothes you actually shop for clothes now i'm gonna go crazy yeah i'm, I'm gonna go to some outlet store and buy the whole place um I will just buy all the Andrew Christian underwear. <laughs> so that's 2022 and most and possibly 2023. What else do you have to say? Um, Any closing know. arguments? Just talking about all the wake has made, made me a little bit self-conscious. Self, self like I feel like I do need to kind of get my... You look fantastic. I, thank you. Um, I don't... My goal is to have a body like yours. Thank you. I just like, I would like to get a little bit more fit. 
I would like to feel like I could start running again. You want to get more fit so that when I lose weight, you'll still look better than me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you want to get more fit. Like I was in the shower today and I was exfoliating and I blah, 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 blah. Um, Don't exfoliate your stomach. I had the loofah in there. I was just going a little crazy, I guess, because I'm a little bit delirious. But yeah, I want to start feeling like I'm getting in shape again Mm -hmm. because I've gotten out of shape and I want my hips back. You got some schmutz on your hand. Schmutz? Yeah, that's um, barbecue sauce. Oh. I put it on the wings, and I guess I was being a messy gay about it. So. <gasps> Apparently. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's the that's the that's, story of the schmutz. <laughs> that's that's enough from Nick today. Wait, what do you mean it's enough from Nick? That wasn't dirty. No, I'm not saying it was dirty. Okay. It's just kind of poetic that you were like, I need to get in shape, as you've got. Oh, food Jesus. staining your body. Uh, I have become a bit of a slob during COVID. Oh my god! Everyone's become a slob during COVID. Remember Everyone who used to only wear like business suits, they're now wearing Remember like when before jogging I went pants. to school, I used to go for walks every day. Remember yeah. that? Like rain or shine, and now it's just like eh. I miss those days. Miss going for walks. I got so creative. Well, you can go for a walk anytime. I can't because I'm lazy. <laughs> Well, in 2022, you won't have time to be lazy because there's too much to do. Honestly, I think that's the bigger reason why I haven't been going for walks. I have been so busy up the ass. So so it's not that you're lazy. It's that you're busy. Yes. And we're br- I just wanted to bring it back full circle to talking about butts again. Talking about butts? Yeah. we were t- The whole thing about analingus, James. Do you not remember? No, I know that. But analinguistics. Analinguistics. Um, but what does that have about butts? Because I, I said busy stuff coming out the ass. Oh. Yeah, see it? Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say that like your butt had gotten smaller because of not walking. I mean, I also feel like that too. But no. I feel like it's gotten like, it's lost some of its perkiness. It- <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's a little bit more saggy than it used to be. <laughs> I, need, I need something to lift and separate, you know? <laughs> a wonder brut. A wonder butt. Wonder butt. Okay. A wonder, wonder jock strap? I don't know. I wonder if there is like a wonder jock strap. Wonder jock strap. There definitely is. Maybe. There definitely is. If not, I don't know why Andrew Christian hasn't started marketing that. Well, if he listens to the podcast, he probably will. And Andrew, if you're listening to the podcast, um, sponsor us. That'd be great. Give us a 10% off coupon. We'll, you know, sell your underwear. Um, anyway, so Nick doesn't have anything else to say. I don't. Do you? No, I don't know. Do I have anything else to say? I don't know. You said I was. you were talking about butts. I was talking about butts, but sometimes I'm forgetting you things. You brought a 360. I thought you were done. Sometimes I'm, I forget to talk about things that you intend for me to talk about. Like, apparently it's self-evident. Anyway, I didn't have... I don't... If I, I mean, nothing is, on your list. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think. I think Nick's broken. Okay. This, this has been quite a year. So... Oh, sh- it's, uh, it's New Year's and I have wine. You do. So, no champagne. Welcome to 2022, everyone. May it be better than 2020 and 2021. God willing. And 2016. And 2017 and 18 and 19. I mean, like, we keep talking about, like, oh my God, it's been bad for so long. I'm getting so anxious about everything, like, with, like, you know. May it be better than it has been. Yeah. And may all of your New Year's resolutions come true. And your New Year's wishes be accomplishable, and that's hilarious. Have don't don't lie to people, James. Have a great, great New Year. <laughs> well, I'll see you in a couple of days with a video about gay crime. <laughs> have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.